Hey, welcome back to Everything in Between. We are here on a very snowy day to mm-hmm. record an, an exciting episode mm-hmm. that we, we've actually, like, I'm excited for this Yeah, one. we've actually really thought about this one. We've, the first time we ever recorded, we had the idea to do an episode about introverts and extroverts and just kind of the difference. I think there's a lot of misinterpretations about the two and, like, what they actually are and just kind of our experience with like being labeled as one or the other and how that's kind of influenced us we've thought about this a lot and we're really excited for this one yeah it's we okay yeah we um yeah we this is like definitely something that like I feel like a lot of people either have a misperception about or Uh like I don't know I just think just Introverts and extroverts, they're very complex, and so, I don't know, we just wanted to kind and of talk about And they're talking about, about all the time, like, oh, she's an yeah. introvert, oh, she's, she's an, an extrovert. extrovert. And when you say, oh, that person's an introvert, the, like, things you think about are so strong in your brain, if you know what I mean, like, the characteristics, yeah. and you can kind of put people exactly. in boxes of, like, who they are based on just literally the overarching introvert versus extrovert theme which yeah. I think is interesting it's like oh she's shy she's an introvert mm-hmm. oh she's loud she's an extrovert and like that's literally all <laughs> that it takes um but a few like life updates before like um Amelia said it's super snowy mm-hmm. so we've literally this is our second full day off of school we have another day off of school tomorrow so my thesis if you listen to the last episode was supposed to be on Tuesday it got canceled now I'm going next Tuesday mm-hmm. So, still have that over my head. <laughs> Love that. But it's been so snowy. I know. It has been so snowy. But it's, like, not, like, the fun snow. So, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's not the fun snow. It's just, like, ice snow. So, like, you can't drive Sleety. around. Yeah. You can't. You don't want to be outside because it's not, like, fun snow, you know? So, yeah. honestly, going sledding would be really fun because it's literally ice. That's but. so true. Um... Okay, anyways, also, we're really excited because I think I talked about this in the last episode, but we ordered mics to talk with mm-hmm. and make the recording more professional. Mm-hmm. So I think those are supposed to be here tomorrow, but they might not because of the snow. Yeah, we're so excited though because they're like, you know, like the cute little like mini mics. That's all it is, but it's just fun. Um, to be able to hold them and like sit back because right now we literally are arched over a phone like talking into yeah. it to try to make it as clear as possible yeah but yeah I think that's all yeah should we get started okay yeah so we're basically just doing this episode is introverts versus extroverts so mm-hmm. we're gonna start with like the definition that like if you look up introverts versus extroverts this is what they're gonna tell you yeah so I'll say introvert you say extrovert okay so, for an introvert, if you look it up, they basically say it's someone who's shy, who feels more comfortable focusing on their inner thoughts and being alone. So, I think the main difference is introverts tend to get energy from being by themselves, and that's when they choose to recharge, while being with others may drain them more. And then, you can say mm-hmm. extrovert. Okay, and then extroverts are, extroverts enjoy being around others. They need to socialize often. They're seen as sociable, confident, and outgoing. Yeah, so it's interesting to me, like, if you kind of, in our brains, I think when we say introvert introvert versus extrovert, at least in my experience, a lot of times we associate almost, like, more negative traits with being an introvert. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily negative, but, like, we 
weakness or quietness or Mm -hmm. not being a leader being kind of easy to like stomp on or like extroverts are more empowering and Mm -hmm. they're the leaders and whatever and I think that's what we kind of want to like debunk today yeah exactly yeah so it's like I don't know like definitely society thinks that being an extrovert is better than being an introvert so we wanted to kind of like talk about like okay well first of all like what even is an extrovert and an introvert before Mm -hmm. we just go ahead and say oh extroverts are better yeah so yeah and then also i had one more thought um shoot i might have lost it um oh yeah i think it's interesting that like even if someone's not an introvert, they feel pressure to, or someone's not an extrovert, they feel pressure to say they are an extrovert. It's like, oh, I don't know if gosh. y'all know anything about an Enneagrams, but basically number seven on the Enneagrams, like your normal extrovert, it's yes. like the person who oh loves gosh, others, has yeah. a ton of friends. It's like kind of Leo energy, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And people will straight up be like, I'm a seven, I'm a seven. I oh just remember gosh, I'm like junior high and, and like, even now but especially when we were a little bit younger all my friends would be like oh I'm a seven like yeah I just you know I love people I have a lot of friends whatever I think that goes with an extrovert is people just want to be thought of as one and Mm -hmm. I think it's gotten better over the years where we have people like Kendall Jenner who like (laughs) like constantly say I'm an introvert like you know, I just like to be in my house by 7 p.m., like, whatever. I think either sides of that can be dangerous, like, yeah, glorifying yeah. too much of the introvert where it's like, I'm a grandma, I come home at 7 on Fridays, or yeah. the other side, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That is definitely the number 7 on the Enneagram. That's so funny because my, I feel like we just all have that, like, one or two people in yes. our lives that are like, I'm an extrovert, I'm so extroverted. Yes, and then, I can't be alone for more than five minutes. Literally. <laughs> I And I, honestly, I just want to tell a story because I have this one friend. <laughs> and she is such I a... I see if I can I'm guess. a seven. I'm a seven. Uh-huh. So, um, she's such like a... I'm a seven. I'm a seven. Whatever, whatever. And so I remember last year we were talking about um, the Enneagram in one of my classes for just some weird reason. And we were talking about in our class about how as humans, like we are scared to be alone with our thoughts and we're scared to be alone that with is ourselves. So true. We need an episode about that too. Exactly. So we were talking about that and she was like, I hate being by myself. I am so scared of being by myself. Amelia, like, do you are you like do you like being by yourself? Are you are you are you scared like of being it's by a bad yourself? Thing. It's actually so if someone can be by themselves, they're actually so like confident you know what yeah, I mean? yeah like yeah. they don't need they can just be by themselves exactly. they don't need anything i don't need to like exactly which like i in the moment was like again i fall victim to the whole like being an extrovert is better so i was like no i hate being by myself i hate mm-hmm. it and this was last year and so i think since last year like, i've grown why, a little bit but why does it feel like an insult when someone's like exactly oh you can be by yourself like, like why never. does that feel like an insult or like oh does. you just seem introverted yeah like, why does that seem that shouldn't seem like an insult it's just different types of people not exactly. one is better than the other but it feels so it's so offensive. interesting like honestly if you have the ability to be someone who can be by themselves without fomo like, you are so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be by myself and be fine, but FOMO is what gets me, and I'm like, no way. Literally. No way will I sit here. Like, I will 
do the thing I don't want to do at all. I want to be in bed. I don't feel good, whatever. I will go out because FOMO is what kills me. Okay, I completely agree. That's like, I feel like every single person on this planet would agree. Yeah. FOMO is the worst. And if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you do, but it's fear of missing out. It's just like when when you're alone and you know your friends are doing something and you don't want to go, but you have the fear of missing out. So you... What human doesn't? Like, come on. And like, especially with the rise of social media, it's like... You know. They were together and like... I don't know. That's, like, such a... This is a thought I've had that we should do an Unpopular Opinions episode because I think be real is actually really toxic. I agree. Because no one's freaking real. No, exactly. I could talk way longer about this, but, like, no one posts at the time, and then you just see what people are doing, and it's disguised as being real. And I'm like, no. I think be real is toxic. Anyways, okay. I know. We should make an episode on that. Um... Okay, so, wait, let's talk f- about... This is still, like, society. What society yes, saying. Yes, We're gonna yes, get yes. into what we actually think about uh, introverts and extroverts in a second. But this is, like, we looked up websites, and do you want me to talk about, like, the four introverts, and you yeah. talk about the four experts? So, it classified introverts into four different groups. So, the first one are social introverts. So, this is, like, someone who likes small groups over big crowds so i think it's kind of they still maybe get their energy from people but instead of like a big party they would like a friend group of like four or five people and that max would be like where they Mm -hmm. thrive socially which honestly i very much agree with that yeah um two is thinking extroverts so these are like daydreamers people who are really in Mm -hmm. their thoughts a lot and don't maybe have as much to say um they just kind of think (laughs) Um, three are anxious uh, introverts, not extroverts. So these people are people who maybe would be extroverts, but they kind of get social anxiety. So they're like awkward or they're shy around people or they think they are. They might not even be, but in their heads, they think they are. Um, and then four is restrained introverts. So these people are, they think before they act. So they might have a lot to say, but they think overthink what they're gonna say to the point where they just like don't speak I guess is kind of how it described it which all of these I think focus a lot on the negative like I don't know if being an intro you're an introvert just because of like you're anxious about speaking I think there's more to that I feel like you could be really extroverted with social anxiety which Mm -hmm. would really suck Mm -hmm. but I think social anxiety is a whole different thing and shouldn't be lumped into like if you have that, you're an introvert, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. I feel like extroverts definitely could have, have that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so at the bottom, we just have our thoughts. But you can talk about um, extroverts. Okay. So then for extroverts, there's also four types. So there's the, oh, extroverted sensors. So they like to be stimulated by their five senses. And so that means, like, they like to go to parties, and, like, that's where they get, you know, that's what they enjoy is, like, parties and, you know, very, like, something that maybe, like, an introvert, quote-unquote, would be overstimulated by. Yeah. So, yeah. They um, like to use all of their five senses, like, wherever they are. Okay, so then there's the... Then there's the extroverted intuitives or intuitors. So, 
they they're less extroverted than like than like an extroverted sensor and they enjoy debates and deep intellectual conversations which honestly I was very surprised that this would be put as an extrovert because I feel like I have such again like this whatever the world like from a worldly perspective I would think extroverts would be like you know they would be less intellectual but apparently there is a type that extroverted intuitors intuitive something like that yeah yeah. we can't really read the handwriting okay anyways then we have extroverted feelers so this these are more people oriented but they require the least amount of alone time so i'm i'm sure that they like to maybe get to know people on a more intimate level a more deep level rather than just like i don't know they want to get to know feelings and maybe not as just like social like butterfly yeah yeah yeah. they're they're um so that maybe they like to be around people but they prefer deeper relationships yeah me (laughs) yeah um kind of back to the small group thing like they would rather know few people really well Mm -hmm. and a ton of people barely yeah so honestly they can be very similar introverts and extroverts Okay, then we have the fourth type, which is extroverted thinkers. So they are like leaders, confident, decisive, goal-oriented. Eight on the Enneagram, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like so like just those words like, oh, if you are a leader or confident or decisive or goal-oriented, then you're this extroverted thinker. Like, what does that even mean? Like, I can be... I can be decisive and confident yeah. sometimes and goal oriented, but For like, sure. I don't think I'm an extroverted thinker, you know? No, yeah. So. I also, I think it's, I think there's something to be said about like how there's like leaders, like you're strong, like you need the strong, loud, outgoing leader, but mm. you also to literally for society to thrive you also need mm-hmm. a humble leader mm-hmm. which is someone who leads by example maybe mm-hmm. isn't the loudest person in the room but people see them doing their own thing quietly mm-hmm. and they want to be like them just because they're good and people see them and see their example and they want to be like them i don't think you always have to be like telling people do this do that you can kind of be a leader in your own way quietly by mm-hmm. just being kind of good and um admitting to your I don't know anyways I don't really know if that made a lot of sense (laughs) I wrote about this in like an essay and I'm like forgetting what I was saying but I think you need a humble leader too yeah someone who's not yelling at everyone yes yes I actually I agree that's very true um so that's kind of what we've researched what they are Mm -hmm. yeah so um now we wanted to talk about what we think personally, like what an introvert and extrovert are. Okay, so, and so what we would say, so humans, okay, sorry. (laughs) Humans are really complex. So like, you really can't just like put a box around anyone. But I think that like, there's certain factors that do typically attribute an introvert versus an extrovert. So we would say that it depends where you get your energy from whether you get your energy from being with people or if you get it from being by yourself yeah but I think it's unhelpful when you try to characterize introverts and extroverts so saying like 
An introvert's uh, yeah. shy. An extrovert's confident. Introverts are quiet. Extroverts are loud. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it gets confusing because no, introverts can absolutely be confident. Extroverts can absolutely be quiet at times. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And so I think it's not the characteristics that go with them as much as it's like Amelia said where you get your energy from exactly I would definitely agree so it's like yeah so we did we yeah so but now that being said I think a lot of people actually aren't really like either like sometimes there's just this middle ground it's called an ambiver I'm sure everyone's heard of it (laughs) but it's like where you're basically, like, both at different times. So, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you're more extroverted, sometimes you're more introverted. For me, at least, I, well, we'll get into, like, what we are, like, personally later. But it's just, like, sometimes you maybe, like, I don't know. It's very hard to explain. But, yeah, sometimes you get your energy from being alone mm-hmm. and sometimes you get your energy from being with people. I think it can come in seasons, too. Yes. Like, maybe in the winter you're just more tired a lot and you yeah. need more time alone. Whereas in the summer, you have more energy, and you being alone makes you feel bored and tired, and yeah. you get everything from being with people. So I think we both would say we yeah. probably fall in the middle ground, yeah. and I also think there are people who fall on either sides, mm-hmm. where they are fully extroverted or fully introverted, mm-hmm. but I think it's probably more common to be in the middle, um, which is something I've always been like, I don't understand, like... Right now, I feel like I really need to be alone because... Well, we'll talk more personally, like Amelia said later, but right now, I feel like I really need to be alone because I'm tired, but maybe a week later, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so... I need to see people. Mm -hmm. So, I think it just really depends. Exactly. I would definitely agree. And it also depends on, like, you know, sometimes we have, like, seasons in our life with, you know, maybe we have a lot of people we're really comfortable with, Mm -hmm. and we have so many options, and we have so many places people to call people to be with and then sometimes you don't really feel comfortable with anyone maybe your friend you're mad at your friend or you're having beef with somebody or like there's just so life is just so complex it's like it's not like you know I think for me at least I I would I don't know it depends if I'm like very comfortable with a person or not but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think there are varying degrees of everything Mm because people are just too complex to put into one box yeah and um yeah do you want to talk about do we do you think we describe that enough yeah i think so yeah what do you say yeah we've literally talked about this just like personally i feel like for a long time so it's cool to say on the podcast yeah but do you want to describe personally what you think you are what you've Mm -hmm. thought at different times been labeled as whatever Okay, yeah, so for me, growing up, I was, like, everyone said that I was an introvert. Because like, she was just really quiet and shy. I, Yeah, so I was really quiet. I had, like, a lot, I don't know, I was just, like, kind of the younger, <laughs> I was just kind of, like, the younger sister, and, you know, Grace was, like, you know, just the older, you know, it was just, like, I was, I feel like usually, actually, people would classify younger sisters as being extroverted and older sisters as being introverted that's kind of the stereotypes but like it was very opposite for us growing up which like grace will describe more later i would just talk for her a lot like if we were introduced to someone i would be like oh 
my name's Grace. This is my sister Amelia. If they asked how old we were, I would literally speak for her. Exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised you would admit that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was what I was going to say. but um, And she didn't stop me. I didn't because, I again, she was my older sister. I didn't really want to. Also, I was, I was pretty shy growing up. For and sure. it wasn't like... I don't know what it was. I just didn't... I was honestly just like your definition the world's definition of introverted where it was like i didn't really care i just didn't really want to be around people i didn't really i would definitely prefer to be by myself that didn't mean i i mean i just i loved to play with my sister i hated playing alone but like it was more like i loved my family and like i didn't I didn't like being uncomfortable, which I think is For very... clarifying, what ages are you talking about? Oh, this is like... Yeah, that's facts. This is probably like... When we lived in our first house. So, like, up to, like... I'm thinking, like, below the age of six. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm talking, like, really young. Okay. But I was definitely still intro- more introverted you know after that but like i i'm just i'm just setting the basis yeah, yeah, don't worry yeah, i'll i won't talk for that long no go for it so um yeah so like that was i because like this is like very young so i was still you know like playing with my barbies and all of that stuff so i whenever we would play grace was always you know she was in charge of the rules she would set you know what was gonna happen with our poly pockets and what was gonna happen with our calico critters you know it was like i was not in charge of that and so i think it just kind of like taught me to rely on everyone else to tell me what to do and to tell me what to say and to tell me that i couldn't trust myself and that i it's i know but it's just true so like so then people would just always call me introverted because like i had someone else to do all my extroverted things for me and so then i feel like as it because that was so when i was so young that um affected how i acted growing up because it was like oh i'm just the introvert you know i'm not expected to talk the expectation yeah i i feel like it can be harmful sometimes to put a label on someone at a young age because they feel like they that's just who they are now. Like when you label someone as an introvert, like you feel like, oh, you know, I'm an introvert, so I don't need to stand up for myself right now. Or I'm an introvert, so it's okay that I'm not really talking to anyone right now. That's just who I am. When really it might not exactly be. I feel like that's, I'm just speaking words into your mouth, but I feel like that's kind of what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying is that it's just like the, like my, because everyone has told me what my personality is, I felt like I had to like be that, you know? And then, you know, as you grow older, you feel, you're like, should we get into what we are now? Oh, wait, did we already say that? No. Okay. Well, I'll let you tell your story before I do that, but like, Anyways, as you grow older, you kind of realize that's really stupid. And then you just kind of will adapt to whoever you actually are. So, yeah, I'm going to let Grace tell her story now. Okay, I guess we're just kind of talking about our childhoods. <laughs> and then we'll go into, like, what we are now. Um, So, let me think. Me, growing up, I was quite the opposite of Amelia. We've always been put by each other as opposites in, like, every way. 
first off, the way we look. I'm a brunette. She's blonde hair. We're very different. I don't know. So then our personality just kind of went along with that. But like Amelia kind of alluded to, I was a little bit bossy as a child, and I can definitely admit to that. I was super outgoing, super loud, and I actually was told I was so loud all the time. Whenever I was talking in my normal voice, it low-key scarred me, and now I like talk a lot quieter just growing up like people be like wow you said that so loud or like little comments like that um so yeah um but back to like childhood i would say ages like literally born to probably like fourth maybe third fourth grade i literally would get my name on the board which was like our little thing at our school that was our punishment like if you did something bad you had to go up and run the class and write your name on the board which is really just humiliating. But, like, if you think about it, like, honestly, for those few kids that just wanted attention, like, it was their dream no, to get to literally. go in front of everyone. And, and get in trouble. Name. I remember this one kid one time, he got in trouble for doing something super dumb. And so the teacher, he was literally a savage. The teacher made him go write his name on the board, and he wrote it and then put confetti and balloons all around it, like, drew them all around his name on the board. This is in, like, third grade, but still, like, as a third grader, I was like, dang, he's cool. Oh, oh my gosh, wait. Yeah, one time in fifth grade, we had this, like, we had this, like, kid that, like, he left our school because he was, like, bad news. And... (laughs) Oh, this is he wrote whenever he they asked him to put his name on the board he wrote he wrote that's what she said that's that's literally all he wrote and like i remember walking into the class and being like oh my gosh because at the time i did not know what that was but everyone was freaking out so i was obviously freaking out because i was like why that's terrible and then i like went home and asked what does that mean that's the funniest thing when you learn new stuff like that literally at school But anyways, so from ages born to probably third or fourth grade, I was always just super loud and talkative. Got my name on the board for talking probably at least once a week. Not once a week, but like once a month at least, which is a decent amount. And I would always get on my little like report card like, "Uh, Grace is great. She just needs to be a little bit quieter during class. And so I think that definitely translated to me and Amelia's relationship where I was talking for her. I just liked to talk. I didn't, I wasn't ever scared to talk or anything. Yeah, yeah, she was, I remember our conversation at our Mexican dinner when basically on your, (laughs) because, okay, okay, we were, uh, we had gotten our report cards back and Grace got a two on self-control and so it was like and it's like out of four and like usually i mean you're in like freaking elementary school like they're gonna give you a three or a four on everything but like getting a two was like oh our parents were so mad it was so funny i know so yeah always labeled an extrovert and i think i was growing up for Mm -hmm. sure then i hit middle school and i think a lot changes in middle school you get more you know you change a lot as a person you start Mm -hmm. to care what others think a lot more just naturally Mm -hmm. so I think that took away a lot of my loudness and I kind of started evening out still very chatty person to this day but I'm not as loud and I may have you know used to make more jokes in class or like 
you know, talked out in class a lot more, where now I don't really participate in class. I'll just talk any second I can around that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, as I've grown up, I've definitely mellowed in that category. And so I've evened out where I would say I'm, I guess, can I just say what I am? Yeah. I would say now I'm more of an extroverted and I don't know if the right term is extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert. And by vert. And by vert, whatever. So I definitely go through phases of when I feel like I need to be alone to get energy, where I feel like I need to be with people to get energy. I'd say 70% of the time people gives me energy, 30% of the time I get energy from just being alone. But I definitely, as I've grown older, cherished my alone time a lot more than I used to. And it doesn't make me as anxious to be alone as it used to. FOMO's not been quite as big of a deal for me, although it's still definitely there. Um, so yeah, as I've grown up, I think I've changed a lot. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about is I think you might label yourself as an introvert as a kid and totally grow up to be an extrovert or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Or you might be something your whole life. I would say I'm still, if I had to choose one, an extrovert. But those aspects are a lot different, and I would definitely say I fall in the middle. It depends, you know, if I'm with a big group, if I'm with a small group, if I feel comfortable with the people, how loud or outgoing I'll be. Whereas as a kid, it did not matter who I was with. It did not matter where I was. I was going to be loud. And I think that also was not always a good thing. I wasn't very aware of my surroundings and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'll let Amelia talk a little bit and then I can say a few more things if I think of them. Yeah, I I definitely think right now I am an ambivert also. I think the whole like extroverted introvert versus introverted extrovert thing is very interesting because it's like are you maybe maybe it's more like okay maybe an extroverted introvert is like 60% extrovert 40% introvert and then an introverted extrovert is like 60% introvert and 40% extrovert so it's like pretty balanced but they're just a teensy bit more introverted or a teensy bit more extroverted so I don't know and then maybe an ambivert is like 50 50 exactly yeah I don't know. I would say, like, I, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm, I don't know. It's very complicated because it just totally depends on the day, which is why I want to call myself an ambivert. But then again, sometimes I would say I'm, I prefer to be, a, like, with, I mean, okay, because I would definitely prefer to be with my friends than I would to be alone. I feel like that's everyone, really, maybe unless you're a very strong introvert or maybe just, I don't even know. But does that necessarily, like, I don't know, because there's just such a difference between just wanting to be with your friends and wanting to hang out with people and being sociable versus, you know, but that doesn't mean I don't want to be by myself sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it's just so complicated. I don't really know what I am. And I also think as we grow up, we're going to like understand ourselves a lot more. So it's not like set in stone. And I think people can go through periods in their life. Like I would definitely say I was an, uh, I was an introvert growing up and then maybe now I've kind of grown more extroverted. And so it's like, you you go through periods and we change as people so it's just so hard to just call yourself i'm an extrovert like 
you know, because I've seen my friends change from extra. As we've grown up, I've seen a lot of people go mm-hmm. from very extroverted to very introverted and vice versa. So, yeah. And sometimes I wonder how much of that is because they're changing or like just naturally changing or if it's like other factors like they get maybe more social anxiety they start caring what people think more so they're more introverted introverted or the other side is they're naturally more introverted but all of a sudden they feel pressure to have friends and be with friends all the time Mm -hmm. so then you look at them and you're like oh they're more extroverted now Mm -hmm. so i think even changing it's not always a natural thing it's other pressures Mm -hmm. and factors being put on you as you grow up so I think that's in really interesting to think about too is it's not only you changing, mm-hmm. it's like everyone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so putting people in a box is just never going to work because I think we're all somewhere in the middle, somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting to think about. I have a question to ask that goes okay. with this. Um, would you s- rather have two amazing friends you know everything about them they know everything about you always there for each other always with them around school hang out with them every weekend or have a friend group of like 10 people where you're kind of more social butterfly vibes like you know you're closer with some than others but you know you're not maybe as close-knit with your two like best friends Hmm. okay that's like such a hard question because definitely it depends like both have their pros and cons i would say you had to choose like for me i have like three best friends and like that are in my friend group and then i have like two best friends that are in a different friend group but like all of them know everything about me and but it's like so obviously still some i'm closer with than others but like the bad thing about that is that I don't get to see the two other ones that much. And I don't get to hang out with them because we're just in separate groups, you know. And that's kind of frustrating. But I would say, like, I don't know. Honestly, I would rather have two best friends. Because, I mean... If those friendships are going to last, I think that's, if you think long term, Mm -hmm. that's a lot more beneficial than if you you just have these like weak friendships with 10 other people that aren't going to last and they would choose other people over you. But if you have two people and if you were in a room with them, they would choose you and it's like. Feels more safe. Yeah, you feel more comfortable around them. You know that you can trust them and you know that you like they're always going to have your back you're always going to have your back and that you have each other's best interest in mind rather than having 10 people who are like you know you might tell them something but they would probably tell another person and then Mm -hmm. whatever like that's just not when you think long term and you think how they're just they would leave you in a second just like if a better opportunity came about for them then I would definitely say rather have two best friends but what would you say Yeah, I think I would always say two best friends because even if I think it's always just good personally, this is what I like, is to have at least one or two best friends and then a bigger friend group around that. Mm -hmm. And then 
I think Mm -hmm. friend groups change a lot. And as long as you have those one or two people that you can always turn to in between and you're always, you have someone, at least you always know you have someone is just a comfort that's always been important to me. And I think some people may say, well, maybe you are more introverted if you feel like you need one or two people always, or not always, but I disagree. I know I'm saying I think some people may say no, I know, I know you're, you're more saying. introverted because you would rather have a small number of friends and a big number of friends. Mm-hmm. Or friends it's not even about the number, it's about the quality of friend or the level of friend. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like some people have so their friends with everyone, right? They're friends, quote, I'm doing quotes right now. They're friends with everyone, mm-hmm. but that doesn't. They, that literally means a friend to all is a friend to none. To literally, it's like you Taylor. you can't be friends with everyone. And if you're friends with everyone, then like something's wrong. Something's wrong. And like, yeah, I would definitely agree. I don't remember where I was going with that, but yeah, no, a friend to all is a friend to none. Taylor Swift cardigan. <laughs> yes. So true because I think it's such a red flag if someone is literally a friend to everyone because that means they're being fake to someone like you just cannot agree and be a good friend to everyone because not everyone's gonna like everyone and that means at some point along the way you're stabbing someone in the back you're telling someone something you shouldn't have you're just being fake Mm -hmm. and she's on something there and i i actually love that line so much this is another taylor swift lyric from bejeweled that i think's relevant to this it's putting someone first only works when you're in their top five which is honestly a sad way of thinking but sadly i think really true if you're putting someone first in your life all the time and you're like barely even one of their friends you're putting so much energy into someone who just doesn't care that much you know doesn't care about you or about that like i definitely agree it's like put your put your time into people who also choose you because i know if i there's i'm sorry but there's nothing worse than when you're like hanging out with people and there's like there you don't have that one person that like makes you feel comfortable and that one person that like helps you feel more included and helps you feel more welcome in a group or if the thought creeps into your head of like dang if i wasn't here right now it would be perfectly same same. like no one would miss me for a second oh exactly oh my gosh that is like the worst thought ever whenever you're like you're like oh if i left right now like no one would miss me i'm not like changing or making this group better oh you think about that dang same i i used to think think about that all the time i like before i like found my people now i used to think about that so much it was the worst it's a hard thought and i think also though don't only think of this in black and white where it's like well i'm not probably one of their favorite friends so i shouldn't stick up or i shouldn't put them in one of my favorite friends whatever no that's not how you should live your life Mm -hmm. that's just sad (laughs) if you're only but it's also looking out for yourself a little bit and in enough of the way where you're kind of like well you know maybe i shouldn't put all my energy into them and only think about them or whatever it is or try to be their friend or whatever all the time if they're really not thinking that much about you or giving you the time of day but i definitely think that we have a lot more that could be said about friendships and things and tips and trips and whatever we kind of started in introverts and extroverts and worked our way into that so we definitely should do an episode about that 
for sure. Yeah, so... Oh, sorry, if you can't tell, we are tired. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited for our Mexican. That will probably be in a, one of our soon episodes, at least. Yes, for sure. And so, yeah, thank you so much. I have one more thing to say. Um, our last episode is up now. It's about skincare, where we talk about our skincare journeys, our favorite products. And Amelia's on Accutane, so she talks a little bit about her journey with that. So if you're interested in that episode, go listen also, we have another episode about our icks with each other, which is a lot. It's funny. It's, like, embarrassing stories and stuff, which is good. Um, so, make sure to just listen to any other episodes you see just because we're new, we're trying to start, and we're really having a lot of fun with it. So, if you can support in any way, that's awesome. Sorry, I'm talking so much right now. And we have a TikTok um everything in between all lowercase underscore underscore where we do clips and stuff so if you're interested in that make sure to listen but yeah sorry yeah and creds go to grace for the that tiktok because she does such a fabulous job (laughs) thanks girl okay anyway so thank you so much for listening and see you next time ta-ta for now